Good morning, all listeners. It's Saturday, September 24th, 2022. It's 8.03 a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode 182 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Ah, Boogie! And I am the Baron. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 182 here on Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Today, Boogs, we got some college Football to talk about, baby. Let's go. It's Saturday. It's college football. It is exciting times. Uh, we are now into the fall officially. Yes, we are, baby. And times are awesome. Fall brawl, baby. Let's go. It is fall time. First day of fall was yesterday. It's September the 24th. We have week four of college football already underway with games on Thursday and Friday and a full slate today. Boogie and I have been capping for what it feels like the last 24 hours, and we narrowed down today's card to our top five in each um, for each of us. So we have five picks each that we're going to go over. We will also talk about the games that already happened this week. And uh, we'll obviously recap and do NFL tomorrow on episode 183. But I want to start today's pod with the Major League Baseball regular season. And I got to start out with a shout out to my man, King Albert. Albert Pujols. <laughs> 700 homers, a two home run game last night in Dodger Stadium. 11 nothing win for the cards over the Dodgers and Albert Pujols. Joins a exclusive club, 700 home runs, Boogie. Yeah, it's it's awesome. He uh, hit 1699 and 700 last night against the Dodgers, shutting out uh, the Cardinals, beating the Dodgers 8-0 to last night. Uh, winds up being an uh, amazing uh, night for him. Joining that 700 club with none other than the Babe, Hank Aaron, and Barry Bonds. Unbelievable. The fourth player in history of baseball to hit 700 home runs, Albert Pujols. <laughs> we got to see his whole career, Books. Saw his whole career. Uh, it's great, great story to finish off uh, after uh, free agency, leaving the uh, Angels to come over back to St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, it was an amazing uh, night for him and his teammates with Yadier Molina embracing him at the plate, Adam Wainwright saluting him. And the rest of the Cardinals teammates uh, tipping his hat to the Dodgers and the stadium. Uh, they, it was electrifying, and it was great to see. It really was. Congratulations to Pulse. How ironic that he does it against his team that he played for last year, the Dodgers. We thought last year was going to be his final year. He signs a one-year deal with the Cards to play this year. And look at him. Just on fire since the All-Star break. 700 home runs for Pujols and 11 nothing victory for the Cards running away with the National League Central. Before we dig into our play- our playoff picture here, Boogie, um, the other guy that everybody's been watching has been Aaron Judge. He's sitting at 60 home runs. He got 60 earlier this week uh, against my Pirates, actually. And uh, they opened up a four-game set on Thursday against the Red Sox. Yankees won both games, Thursday and Friday, so they have Saturday, which is today, and Sunday to play the Red Sox as well. Uh, games three and four of a four-game set. First two games of this series, Aaron Judge still stuck at 60 homers. He needs one more to tie Roger Maris's Yankee and that, or American League record and Yankee record. Two more to be the king. I think that he'll do it this weekend. Um, you know, he's he's. it's not just about the home runs. I mean, he is all over the place playing great defense. This guy is also leading in the triple crown categories, yeah. home runs, 
RBIs, and batting average. Um, so you got to give a shout out to him. He's hitting over 450 for the month of September. Mm-hmm. He's on fire. Um, but it, right now, it's all about winning for this guy. And this guy is is playing uh, great ball, but it's not just about the home runs. He's not really thinking about He is runs. not thinking about it. Uh, the other night, he hits 60 uh, <coughs> down by three runs. Winds up an amazing comeback. Mm-hmm. John Carlos Stanton hits a grand slam to beat the Pirates nine to eight. Yeah, uh, with uh, Judge hitting number sixty to start that inning off, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing it. You know, we're, he wants to do it in front of the Yankee crowd too. So we got this weekend, and then they're on the road. So we'll hopefully see. he can do it this weekend. We'll see. And like you said before, he is even money right now to win the Triple Crown. He leads in all categories with a three fifteen batting average, sixty homers, one hundred and twenty eight RBIs. He got. He got the RBI lead by 11. He has a home run lead by 23. His uh, only real area that he can't slack off on is batting average as Xander Bogarts at 314 and Luis Arraz from Minnesota at 312. So no margin for error for Judge. Judge just needs to keep hitting the ball and the home runs will come. And um, exciting season. And it's funny, everyone was saying Otani's a shoe in for the MVP, but man, it's going to be tough to not give it to Judge if he hits 60 homers and and the triple crown. Yeah, no, this is all judges, I think, and it's it's going to be something to see. Um, it's No Yankee has ever had a, uh, a season like this before, so we're looking forward to seeing Aaron Judge uh, finish uh, the trifecta, as we say. And, uh, you know, it could be pressing, too, for him. Uh, to hit that that batting average to try to get the home runs. Yeah. So I think though he's playing the way it's supposed to be. He's even keeled right now. Yeah. I don't think he's thinking about it. Mm-mm. At least he's not showing it to the public's eye. No. And uh, you know it's all about winning for him though because yes. without the championship, I think he's that type of player. Yeah. Uh, he is he the most win. iconic, absolutely iconic Yankee uh, since Jeter left. And I think that uh, I think he knows that, and he will be getting paid. All rise, baby! All rise! All rise! So we got about two weeks left in the season, Boogie. It's Saturday, the twenty fourth. the uh, The postseason actually starts with the wild card series. Um, I believe on the fifth, sixth, or seventh. I believe all three days is when the three game series will take place. So we got two weeks left in the season, Boogs. Most teams only got about ten to thirteen, fourteen games left. And uh, teams are dropping like flies when it comes to being eliminated from playoff contention. Um, Not much has really changed in the aspect of the American League with the Houston Astros looking to be the second team to get 100 wins. They come into today at 99-53, and the number one seed with a, uh, let me do some math real quick, six-game lead on the Yankees. So Astros the one seed with a six-game lead on the Yankees for the one seed. Astros will probably clinch the number one seed mathematically this week. I mean, here's the thing about the Astros. They have got a great team. They're at 99 wins right now. Uh, But all the Yankees want to do right now is just finish second to them. They'll get that by. They're getting healthy. They got a lot of their guys that were on the IL coming back in the next week or so. And I think it's going to be a really great postseason to see uh, Astros, Yankees, 
uh, playoffs. Maybe ALCS? That's what we've been talking about. We've been talking about it since it seems like May, late May, early June, that this was going to be the matchup. Yankees are coming around, five, winners of five in a row, getting hot at the right time. And Eight and a half game lead now. Yeah, so they're looking to solidify that division here very soon. And I want to also give a big-time shout-out to the Cleveland Guardians. They have made the most of their opportunity, winning five straight games in any of their last ten. That combined with a four-game losing streak for the White Sox and a despicable five-game losing streak from the Twins, who are now five games under five. 500, the Guardians now have an eight-game lead in the Central. So we talked about this all summer long, we that this did. division was going to come down to the last the last uh, series, mm-hmm. but it's not looking like the case. The Guardians are playing great baseball. They're well-coached with uh, Terry Francona. They got the pitching. They got the bullpen. They got some good hitters. Guardians looking to solidify that three seed in the American League. Yeah, I like Cleveland. I think that this team is starting to come around. And uh, they should hit 92, 93 wins yeah. easily. And uh, shout out to them because I know we were talking about them when they were trailing uh, Minnesota for a while. But yeah. it was back and forth, a three-game uh, lead for Minnesota. And all of a sudden, man, did they take a yeah. nosedive in the second half, Minnesota Twins. Yes, the Twins did. And so did the White Sox, the Guardians, making the most of their opportunity. Now 84 and 67. Um, they've done great. They're, they now have the same record as the Rays and the Blue Jays. So the Guardians looking to clinch uh, the Central hopefully this week and s- solidify that three seed in a home three-game wild card series in the American League playoffs. Sound like a broken record, Boogie. It's the same three teams in the wild card. They're just alternating playing musical chairs. You got the Rays and the Blue Jays at 84 and 67. Rays are in the tiebreaker. So as of right now, Rays would host the Jays in a three-game series in the wild card round. And then you got the Seattle Mariners sliding in there at 82 and 68. If the season ended today, the Mariners would visit the Cleveland Indians. That would be both of those wild card series in the American League would be awesome. Yeah, except it wouldn't be the Cleveland Indians, it'd be the Cleveland Guardians. Oh, I'm so whatever mistake boss for the first time yeah the cleveland guardians i'll never get used to it washington commanders cleveland guardians oh america's so sensitive anyway um but yes mariners the sixth seed looking to travel to cleveland potentially we'll see if they can catch either the rays or the jays I mean, who do you prefer here if you're in this, you know, you, you know Cleveland's going to get the three, and then you got these three teams alternating position here. I mean, who do you prefer? Because remember how we always talked about this? If you draw the four or the five, right. then you got to play the Astros in the divisional round. Yes. So right now the Indians are in a really good situation, and realistically whoever gets that sixth seed avoids the Astros. But the Yankees are so hot – I mean, I think damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, I mean, the way that the Yankees are taking care of business against Toronto and Tampa Bay lately. Um, you know, hey, Baltimore has creeped up a three little bit. Three games too. back. I was going to talk about them. I'm yes. glad you brought them back. A three-game winning streak. Baltimore, three back of the ends. They're right, they're there. They're they got right it. there. They got a chance. They got a chance. You know, I mean, anything can happen. Um, small snow, a nosedive by Seattle. Or Toronto or Tampa Bay, and next thing you know, they're right there. Yeah, Toronto's Um, lost three straight. Toronto's lost three straight, and uh, you know the Yankees are hot. So we're gonna. It's gonna be down to the last weekend uh, for Baltimore. Baltimore, and of course uh, the fight for the for the the wild card. And you look at the teams below them, and the White Sox, Twins, and Red Sox all on losing streaks. I mean, here's the thing about that: it's it's win or go home. And, yeah. you, you know, like we always say, cream rises to the top. The White Sox have really 
pissed away essentially a, a good opportunity to get into the postseason. Tim Anderson being hurt has not helped. They have not gotten enough um, consistency from their starting pitching or their bullpen. Um, yeah, so I mean, Tony La has been he's been out sick, you and, know, you know, and they got a lot of uh, internal issues going on, and you know that could have affected their their whole mental mind mind uh, in regards to yeah. that and. It's just uh, it's hard. Every, you know, every year you got this opportunity, and you got it when opportunity knocks. Yep, you got to take that call. Yep, and that's that's spot on, Boogie. Great analysis there. We have five teams mathematically eliminated from the postseason: the Angels, Rangers, Royals, Tigers, and Athletics. To quote Happy Gilmore, nineteen ninety six classic with Adam Sandler. Better luck, better luck next year. <laughs> I, Gilmore, I called your name, didn't I? Yes. <laughs> National League side of things, Boogs, more of the same as well. The Los Angeles Dodgers with 104 victories and 47 losses. They have, let me do some math here, they have eight more wins than the Mets and nine less losses. So an eight and a half game lead for the one seed. They have already clinched. The number one seed. So shout out to the Dodgers. The postseason will run through Dodger Stadium this year. And you have the Mets still hanging on to that NL East with 96 wins and 56 losses. A two and a half game lead over the Braves who are 93 and 58. I mean, it's just been a fight in that whole season with the... And a great, great job by the Braves to come back and pull within two and a half games. Now, currently... But they had a little bit of that uh, first first place. They've lost three in a row, yeah. uh, unfortunately for them. But they're fighting with the Mets. And, of course, like we said, it's going to come down to that last weekend uh, for first place. Yeah. But either way, they're going to be in the postseason. They're yep. in the postseason. Yep. And uh, you never know what happens once you get in. First and fourth, and that's or second and fourth, that's kind of how it's been this whole season. You have the Cardinals in the Central looking to wrap up that division this week with a seven and a half game lead, a huge 11 nothing victory last night with pull holes hitting 700. The Cardinals, same as the Guardians, looking to solidify that three seed on the National League side of things. And the importance of that National League East title, man, you got two different routes um, for these two ball clubs here. The Mets win, you know, whoever gets the two seed, you get the bye. Then you play the Cardinals against whoever wild card team they play. You avoid the Dodgers until the NLCS. You get the wild card, you're the four seed. You get the, if you win that wild card series, you get the Dodgers in the divisional round. Honestly, if I'm in the National League, I'm a little bit more nervous than the American League. The way that the top, top four teams are playing right now, the Cardinals. Look very, very dangerous. Yeah, 89 and 63. I mean, you look at the Dodgers, the Mets, the Braves, and the Cardinals. I mean, these teams are playing better than anybody in baseball right now. When you switch over to the wild card, as we talked about a million times, whoever does not win the NL East, their consolation prize will be the four seed in the National League, and they will have to host a three game series against. Either the Phillies or the Padres or maybe even the Brewers who are still alive. The Braves right now occupy the four seed. The Phillies are a half game up on the Padres for the five. So as of right now, coming into today, you would have the Phils-Braves wild card series. That would be a great series, too. At, at three-game series down in Atlanta. Huge NL East rivalry. The NL East has showed out this year, man. Big time. Showed out. And, you know, if you, uh, I know you mentioned it before, but to remind the listeners – 
There is no more playing wild card game. Nope. So first two uh, teams in each division, each each uh, conference, uh, wind up being off on the bye. Yep. And then the wild card teams play host. So the Braves probably would wind up playing host yeah, they in a three-game series. Yes. So they would not have to travel at all. Nope. And it's the same thing on the American League side. So yes. it's going to be interesting and it's going to be fun and I can't wait. I can't wait. Two more weeks. We'll have our postseason special. We'll walk through the brackets and the wild card series. Series prices, game-by-game game analysis, and some definitely some locks for oh my sure. goodness. I, I smell Dodgers on the run line and Boogie's future in the divisional round. It gets a little tighter I mean, in the playoffs. It, but the, it, the line value will be much better. It really will. No I mean, more four minus 400. Right. I mean, you think about the Braves like, okay, let's say, I mean, either way, Braves or the Mets, I don't care who gets the buy and who gets the four. You're telling me that there's a very strong likelihood that the Braves or the Mets are going to play the Dodgers in a five-game divisional series? It's going to be unbelievable. Holy cow. That's like two the, the two best teams in the National League potentially yeah. playing in the divisional round. And the Mets took care of business a little bit with the Dodgers. They did. And, and, and I got to tell you, I think that the uh, the Cardinals got a good draw. You know, they're going to end up hosting either the Phillies, Padres, or Brewers in a three-game series. So... You know, but then you win that series divisional round. You you get probably the Mets or the Braves. Whoever wins that, whoever gets that by. So it's gonna be unbelievable when it gets down to that final four on each side. It's gonna be intense. Um, the Padres occupy the number six spot right now. Losers of two in a row, but still hold a two game lead. Man, Milwaukee and San Diego just. Real tight race down to the end here. I would love if they ended in a tie and had a one-game play-in to get into the wild card round. That'd be sweet. That'd be wild. It really, yeah, it'd be wild. <laughs> it'd be a wild game to get into the wild card round. That's what we're looking at in the world of baseball. Giants still mathematically alive as well, and everybody else eliminated in the National League. The National League and American League really starting to take shape here with only two weeks left in the se- season. Um, Yankees and Red Sox play today. We will keep an eye on Aaron Judge. And how um, he can maybe get to that 61-62 area today. Let me tell you something. Take the Yankees today regardless. Okay. Uh, you got the Yankees at home today. And they will take care of business. Nick Pavetta's on the mound for the Red Sox. Yeah, they bombed. And they have crushed Pavetta all season long. Yep. Uh, you got Herman on the mound today. Uh, his ERA is not bad. No. Give me the Yankees today. Take care of business over those Red Sox. Yeah. I don't care what the money line is. One fifty-five. Not bad at all. Oh, I'm going to add that to your your five pack of plays. Add it, add it. That's Boogie's best bet for the uh, for baseball. Baseball bets Boogie's today. blockbuster baseball best bet. Yes. Yankees minus one fifty-five against the Red Sox. Big game there. Red Sox on the verge of being eliminated. Yankees trying to solidify and clinch the NL East and the two seed. Braves Phillies, big matchup, potential wild card matchup. Flip flop though, because they're playing down in Philly. Philly's actually taking the first two games of this four game set. Um, doing the Mets a huge favor, who are playing the Athletics, who are a four dollar favorite on oh the road boy. with Jacob Degrom on the mound. So the Mets trying to keep winning, and the Braves hoping they keep losing, and Mets trying to get that that East Blue Jays and Rays, who's the the pretty much American League wild card matchup right now. They're in the midst of a series. They split the first two games. Alec Manoa on the mound against Rasmussen. That'll be a good game today. Yankees win today. They're up on nine and a half games on one of those two teams too. Exactly. So it's a huge, huge, huge series for Blue Jays Rays. Uh, the Brewers are trying to handle business in um, Cincy. They got their horse on the mound, Corbin Burns. 
We talked about how the Brewers are only two games back of the Padres, so every game is so valuable. The playoffs start now for the Brewers, that's for sure. Oh, winner go home. Guardians are in Texas today trying to continue their push. Their magic number keeps shrinking every single day to clinch the Central. Uh, Astros and Orioles, big-time matchup there. The Orioles are on fire right now, looking to beat the Astros for a second consecutive game today. Going to be tough because Framber Valdez, who has 16 wins, is on the bump for the Strohs. Um, Orioles, same deal. Orioles and Brewers in the same situation. Two and three games back of a playoff spot. Every game counts at this point. Um, Twins and Angels are virtually both eliminated. Same with White Sox Tigers. Mariners can't afford to lose to the Royals. They got to keep winning. Yep. Padres can't slip up at Coors Field. Nope. And then obviously late night, you got Cardinals and Dodgers. And you got the Cardinals and Dodgers pretty much solidified already as the one and three seeds in the National League. So. Baseball, the hunt for October is on, Boogie. It's great. It's fall. It's the 24th. We got two weeks to go. I cannot wait to revisit this next week and see how everything shakes out. We're just waiting for teams to clinch spots. You know, and if you really want to know mathematically who has clinched spots, the Yankees have clinched, the Astros have clinched, the Mets, Braves, and Dodgers have clinched. Everything else is up for grabs. Cream rises to the top, my friend. Cream rising to the top. Baseball, Hunt for October is on, but we got bigger fish to fry today as we have a full slate of college football, Boogie. Let's go. Just a reminder, please join us tomorrow morning for episode 183, week three of the NFL, which promises to be amazing. We have nine home underdogs tomorrow in the NFL to talk about. So, First time since 1986 that's been, happened. It's been a long time. So we will see what home dogs will be barking and which ones will be starving. Yep. We have a five-pack of plays to give out for you guys today on episode 182. Get your pens and your pads out because today is the day. These games are kicking off in about 35 minutes, so we're going to get this thing out here in the next 15 or 20 and this card all starts, Boogie. I'll let you kick this thing off. We head down to Athens, Georgia, Sanford Stadium, the number one team in the country, the Georgia Bulldogs. 9 o'clock ESPN+. Plus. They come in at 3-0, number one in the country, hosting the Kent State Golden Flashes. And God bless the Kent State Golden Flashes. I just want to give them a quick shout-out. They open their season with a road loss. To Washington and a road loss to Oklahoma, 45-20 and 33-3. Then they got a breath of fresh air, a 63-10 win over Long Island. Georgia has been dominant, averaging 43 a game, giving up three, a 49-3 win against Oregon, 33-0 against Sanford, and 48-7 at South Carolina. Very dominant. Got to give Kent State credit, though, playing all these rough teams. This will be third, the third game in four weeks that Kent State has went on the road and faced a top 20 opponent. So, shout out to them. Watch out for them in the max season. They're going to be battle-tested. But, Boogie, you got to play on this one. Kent State at Georgia. I mean, this is just easy-peasy for me. Georgia shuts out uh, Kent State. Kent State has played. I give them credit, though. I mean, they, they've played Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. They've lost to Washington. Mike Penix Jr. took care of business over, yeah. over them, 45-20. to 20. 
Lost to Oklahoma 33-3. Uh, they were talking about Kent State's offense. Not against these big boys, my friend. I'm sorry. Georgia shuts out Kent State today, and they take care of business. My play, though, is the under in this game. Under 61 points currently. Okay. Take Georgia under over Kent State. Georgia and Kent State under 61. I could definitely see that game being like a 56-3, 56-0. If they score three points against Oklahoma, give me Georgia to the under. Potential uh, Potentially with a shutout. But give me the under in this game. That's my lock on this game. Under in Georgia, Kent State. 61. I, 61. Keep an eye on that this morning, guys. My nine, One of my 9 a.m. plays is on ABC. A huge ACC matchup. Two 3-0 teams. Number 5, Clemson at number 21, Wake Forest. Um, huge fade the narrative here on this game. Wake Forest opened their season with a 44-10 win against VMI. They beat Vanderbilt on the road by 20, and they beat Liberty. One-point win for them at home last week. Clemson. Hasn't really played much. Uh, Georgia Tech 41-10, Furman 35-12, and Louisiana Tech 48-20. Clemson is 13-0 against Wake Forest under Dabo Sweeney. Um, this is a big uh, big game for Clemson's you know, playoff hopes as well as Wake Forest. Uh-huh. Sam Hartman, senior quarterback. I don't know if I trust Clemson laying eight points on the road here, Boogie, and I got to go with Wake Forest getting these points. Sam Hartman, the super senior, um, six-year senior quarterback for Wake Forest. He redshirted and got the COVID year. So watch out for Wake in this game. I think they're going to give Clemson all they want. That offense is electric. Now, the most dominant part of Clemson's team is their defensive line, but Wake Forest gets that ball out so fast. And Sam Hartman, I look for him to cover the number, plus eight points. Wake Forest, play number one for me. All right. Boogs, we're going to play number two for you, and we're going down to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, 1230 on ABC, Notre Dame visiting North Carolina. It has been a under-promising season so far for Notre Dame, who's, who's lost two of their first three games. Lost to Ohio State and Marshall before getting their first win against Cal by a touchdown. They scraped that win by. North Carolina's 3-0. They beat Florida, A&M, Appalachian State, and Georgia State both on the road. And uh, they're a two-and-a-half point home favorite here, Books. Yeah, Notre Dame's defense is actually pretty good. But the problem is, is their offense. My, 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 how times have changed in just a few short weeks. Crazy. North Carolina has scores at will. Led by quarterback Drake May. You know who Drake May is? That's Luke May's brother from oh, UNC basketball. Ooh. That's Luke May. That's Luke did May's I brother. hit a nerve? You did. Kentucky <laughs> losing to the Tar Heels Luke in basketball May. a few years, short years ago. The Elite Eight. Led by the shot by Luke. Luke May. Sorry, Baron. And now you're rolling with his brother today. Uh, back to football. Anyway, this UNC team is scoring like crazy this year. Notre Dame, not so much. Um, Marcus Freeman, man, this this guy has got to get his team going. Yeah. Uh, his first year at Notre Dame, head coach. Better figure this one out or he will be gone too. Mm-hmm. Uh, May, 11 touchdowns, 930 passing yards. First career three games that he's played in these stats. He's great. This kid's awesome. 146 rushing yards also to add with one more score. Um, I think by the end of this game, Notre Dame's going to be saying, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. Mayday, Mayday. Yes. Uh, give me 
North Carolina laying the two. Oh, my goodness gracious. I thought you learned, but I guess not. North Carolina minus two. Greedy fuck. Uh, oh, we're we not going money line. We're not going money line here. North Carolina minus two at home against Notre Dame. I got one more 9 a.m. play, and I head down to Jordan Hare Stadium in Auburn, Alabama. Mizzou Tigers, baby. 52-24 win against Louisiana Tech in week one. They got their doors blown off at Kansas State 40-12, and then they beat... Uh, Abilene Christian, 34-17 last week. Auburn's coming off a 41-12 loss to Penn State before winning their first two games. I don't trust this Auburn team laying points against anybody. Eight points is too many. Potential play of the morning here is Missouri plus eight. I'm going Missouri plus eight and wait plus eight at 9 a.m., baby. Love the dogs. Plus eight at nine. Get that? Eight, nine. Boom, eight, boom. Eight, nine. Ba, ba, boom. Now, Boogs. Yeah, wow. You're going back to a very familiar spot here mm. as the mm. Alabama Crimson Tide. Wow. Alabama Crimson Tide playing at home against Vanderbilt today. Yes, they are. Alabama's laying a cool 40 and a half. Roll Tide. Vandy has a decent ground game, but Bama is only giving up 2.3 yards per carry. Woo! Alabama will cruise in this game as in the last three meetings, they're 3-0 against the spread versus Vanderbilt. 13-3 against the spread, their previous 16 home games on a Saturday. And above that, Bryce Young will control things in the air. Vandy is terrible passing the ball. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. 40 and a half, no problem. Lay it, baby. Alabama minus 40 and a half. Books giving up the juicy favorites today, baby. Roll tide. Learning. And they're gonna have to they're gonna have to keep up with Georgia, who's gonna be rolling all season as well. So Georgia Bama number. What it's all about. Nothing wrong with that. Mm. Alabama minus 40 and a half. My first favorite of the day. The SEC on CBS returns the Florida Gators at the Tennessee Volunteers. Florida comes in 2-1, and one, a great opening week win in the Swamp against Utah. Then they lost by 10 at home to Kentucky in a three-point escape victory in the Swamp last week to South Florida. Tennessee's looked great in their three games, 59-10 and 63-6 over Cupcakes, Akron, and Ball State. In an overtime 34-27 win at number 17 Pittsburgh in week two. Man, Tennessee's offense, fifth fastest paced team in the country, Boogs. And I like this Hendon Hooker kid. I think they're going to be rolling. The line screams, Tennessee. Ten-point favorite, Boogie? Come on. you got to be able to line read. This is a line read of the day right here. Tennessee Vols, the number 11 team in the country, lay the ten points as they will beat Florida by two touchdowns. I like it. I like it. Boom, boom, boom. We go to Pac-12 country for Boogie's fourth play. The Utah Utes visiting the Arizona State Sun Devils, they're in disarray right now as they lost to Eastern Michigan last week. And uh, the president of the college actually greeted Herman Edwards before he went through the tunnel. Who knows what they talked about? Probably uh, the discussion went up something along the lines of, you can't lose to Eastern Michigan. We scheduled this team to get a cupcake win. We paid this team a million dollars to come play us, and they beat us. You're out. And they also lost at Oklahoma State 34-17. And uh, Utah... Has been absolutely rolling since their opening week loss in Florida. 
Two blowout wins, 73-7 and 35-7 over Southern Utah and San Diego State. Now they are a cool 16-point favorite on the road against Arizona State. Despite their loss to Florida earlier this season, Utah has an advantage over every position group over Arizona State. Yes, they do. Utah will run all over Arizona State. Um, You know, the fact of the matter is Herm Edwards... uh, Great guy, unfortunately. Couldn't get it done. Better pro coach than a college coach. Absolutely. He loses to Eastern Michigan 30-21. This team's in disarray. Hammer. I'm saying boogie. Hammer Utah today. Utah. Laying 16 points. This is going to be a destruction over Arizona State. They're going to rattle Give me Utah minus 16, and uh, they'll take care of business over Arizona State. Utah lay the 16. Huge win for the Utes, it looks like, on the road. 1 o'clock on Fox. We stay in the Pac-12. The number 15 team in the country, Oregon Ducks, traveling up to Pullman to take on Washington State. You know I've been high on this Washington State team, Boogie. I bet them in Week 3 against Colorado State. They won 38-7. I bet them as big dogs against Wisconsin in Week 2. They won the game outright 17-14. Opened the season with a 7-point with a win as well against Idaho. Oregon. Obviously, they got their doors blown off by Georgia, but since then, a 70-14 home win and a 41-20 home win against BYU last week. Now, Oregon, first true road game. They played on a neutral site. They played at home the last two games. They go up to Pullman. Washington State is nothing to mess with, Bugs. I'm telling you right now, this Washington State team is solid defensively, top 10 in the country in points allowed, only 12.7 points allowed per game. They play really good defense. Bo Nix can't really trust the guy. Right. Sometimes he plays like a stud. Sometimes he plays like a dud. You never know what you're going to expect with Bo Nix. I don't like Oregon in this spot at all laying a touchdown. And I love me some home dogs. This is going to be my second home dog on my card. Potential best bet material too. Washington State getting seven points at home against Oregon. It just got that feeling as one of those top 25 upsets. Yeah, I can see it. Potential money line play here, but Washington State catching seven at home is a gift. Make sure you get seven points and see you at the window with the Cougars. Love it. And we stay once again. We're, we're all over this Pac-12 today. I love this conference. I smell a Pac-12 parlay. Oh, yeah. 7.30 late night action for Boogie is the Stanford Cardinal visit the Washington Huskies. Stanford's 1-1. One one. They're coming in. They're actually coming off a bye. They haven't played in two weeks. They lost to USC 41-28 at home. And they beat Colgate in week one 41-10. Washington is now ranked 18th after three consecutive wins, 45-20 over Kent State, 52-6 over Portland State, and the 39-28 victory last week for for my best bet as they beat Michigan State, who was number 11 at the time. Washington in their conference opener now, averaging 45 points a game, hosting the Stanford Cardinal laying two touchdowns. I'm glad you mentioned that, Baron, because Washington right now is second in the nation passing offense. 14th in scoring offense with 400, um, I'm sorry, 45.3 points per game. Michael Penix, baby. Michael Penix Jr. is running at the helm here. 38th also in the nation in defense, 18 points allowed only per game. Uh, Stanford was home against USC. Now they're away. Uh, they did make that game a little bit closer, uh, but 
USC had that game in hand. Yeah, it was the, like it was forty-one to thirteen at, at, at one point. Yeah. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. leads U, uh, Washington to an easy victory today. The Indiana transfer is showing the nation why he is so explosive, and what we expected at Indiana from him is now coming to fruition with the Huskies leading the helm with ten touchdowns, one pick. He's been great already. Over a thousand yards passing the boot. Stanford had two weeks to prepare after losing to USC. Not going to matter. Give me Washington today. Lay the 14. Washington minus 14 to finish Boogie's card. So, uh, Boogie's card, the Georgia-Kent State under, North Carolina, Alabama, Utah, and Washington. And we're sticking in the Pac-12 again. And you know I love my home dogs. I got one more for the listeners here. Pac-12 Network 630. What else, the Beavs. Let's go. Eat your cookie, Biver. Uh-oh. USC Trojans, 3-0. and The number seven team in the country. Getting a lot of hype, Bugs. They crush Rice. They crush Stanford. They crush Fresno. Now they take on an Oregon State team who is better than people think. They beat Boise. They won at Fresno. And they beat Montana State last week by 40 points. This team, they have a nice mixture. The run, the play-action pass. Now, don't get me wrong. USC is loaded. But Oregon State's got a really good secondary, Boogs. Really, really good secondary. Getting six points at home here today. Got to roll with the Beavers. Plus the six. And that's my card. Wake plus eight. Missouri plus eight. Tennessee minus ten. Washington State plus seven. Oregon State plus six. More familiarity. Boogie giving out four favorites and Baron giving out four dogs. (laughs) Everything. Got a nice little mixture there. Everything's back to normal. A lot of Pac-12 games too. But hey. It is best bet time, Boogie. This episode's came to a close. It is 8.40 a.m. We're going to get this out in time for our listeners. Who is Boogie's blockbuster best bet? Boogie's blockbuster best bet. Got to go with Roll Tide, baby. Roll damn. Alabama takes care of business, crushes Vanderbilt. It's just going to be the same record all season long. They'll eat up all the SEC until it comes to the conference championship when they have to play Georgia. All right, Alabama, lay the 40.5 points for Boogie's Blockbuster Best Bet. Going with my Washington State Cougars, baby. Washington State taking care of business at home today, plus seven. You know our saying, you think they can win, take the points. I'm taking the seven points at home up in Pullman, Washington State. Oregon is on upset alert today. Go get Washington State plus seven for my best bet. That is a wrap. We will see you guys for episode 183 tomorrow morning. Baron out. Boogie out.